You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. I'm listening to 49 of Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely great to be with you guys today. And man, it it did not take long for the countdown crew to start throwing out the craziness that is free agency. And the 49ers offseason, we see it, it's every fan base. Especially ours is not, uh, you know, outside of the realm of possibility of throwing out craziness. So far, just in, man, we're a week into free agency just past a week i have seen trade kittle i have seen trade debo i have seen trade for tom brady aaron Rodgers, and a whole bunch of other stuff well let me just say a couple things and again these are my opinions um that's why you guys come here right so that we can build this community and talk things disagreements are great martin says go get let, let's get tom brady I just muted the words Tom Brady on Twitter. I don't ever, <laughs> not, not because I don't like Tom Brady, uh, but because I, I don't know. Is there a possibility of it happening? Sure. Is this 100% fan conjecture at this point? Well, yes, it is. Um, do I think that that makes sense? I, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, like I feel this, like, I'm very, very happy with Trey. If Tom wants to come over on a very, you know, cheap, you know, team-friendly deal, rework it and all that stuff, that's fine. But at the same time, dude's still under contract and retired, so there's a lot of obstacles to, to kind of cover there. And so, again, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. So what we're going to do this episode, we're going to cover, I'm going to break down the free agents that the 49ers have first. In four categories. Priority one, uh, these are the most important. Priority two, then you've got hope they come back indifferent. And then the fifth category, sorry, I lied. I forgot I made one right before I went live. Uh, please don't bring back. Uh, please let them leave. 
Just please let them leave. So again, priority one, priority two, hope they come back, indifferent if they come back at all, and then please don't come back. Like, And it's not like, whenever I say please don't come back, it's not like I dislike these people or whatever. I think that it is a positive good for the 49ers if this person is no longer on the roster. Not that they're bad people. It could be because of contract, injuries, whatever, attitudes. Uh, yes, Josh Norman is at the top of that list. Please don't come back. Do not want him back. Um, nobody wants him back. Anyway, uh, Bro Montana says, actually missed the new content since the season ended. Yeah, we did a couple episodes on Sunday trying just to bridge that, you know, first Sunday without any content. Uh, but working behind the scenes on the draft, you know, this is draft season now for me. And so it's it's a lot of diving in and watching film and all that stuff and, you know, going through the notes and all that. And again, if you want all that content, we'll be doing draft stuff on here for sure. But if you want the raw footage, the breakdowns that we always do on Patreon for 49ers games, I'll be doing the same thing um, over on Patreon. So patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. And again, if you have somebody that you want, if you're a Patreon member, hey, man, can you please do some film breakdown of this player? If I can get the film, which is difficult sometimes with some of these smaller schools, I'll get the film and go through that and break down what they're good at and all those things and where they fit and if they're a scheme fit for the 49ers or not. That's all there. Um, so... Appreciate everybody's being here. Hashtag CC. Get them in, baby. Uh, Bro Montana, how likely is McGlinchey going to Miami with McDaniel? Uh, we saved 10 million cap hit. You are correct about the cap hit. Miami does have the most money by a considerable margin over everybody else. They have the most. But, man, I don't know. If anybody would trade for him, it would be Mike McDaniel. And if he wants him, he can have him. Not because I don't like McGlinchey. I think that he's more of a replacement-level player. The fact that Tom Compton came in and basically did the exact same job. Uh, he fell apart a little bit down the playoff stretch. But whether you're looking at pro football focus, uh, there was a three- to four-game stretch where Compton was better than any point in McGlinchey's entire career. Uh, but then he did fall apart at the end. He was struggled at the early part. It, it, this isn't a pro-Tom Compton message that I'm bringing you. It's a fact that these are replacement-level tackles, perhaps a little bit better than. In a very offensive-friendly system, that is the 49ers with this zone scheme. Um, neither one of them are above-average pass protections. They are both, Compton and McGlinchey, above-average run blockers. But whenever you can put you know, 35-year-old Compton out there, and he does just fine in the run game, there's no reason to keep him. And so if McDaniel comes calling, man, you could have him for a fourth. I'd, I'd be fine for a fifth rounder, to be honest with you. I not And again, it's not so much that I don't like McGlinchey, but I sure as hell don't want to pay him long-term. And if replacement level is going to be fine, then, hey, get a replacement cheaper guy and use that $10 million somewhere else. And now, having said that, this is a notoriously bad offensive line class, which sucks because that's probably the biggest need of the 49ers. And as we go through this list, these lists, I think it will start to kind of shake out a little bit from you know what we what we want um, with what we'll need to fill. And we'll have plenty of time to do that this year. But I, th I thought this would be a really good first glimpse. Step back um, from all of the <laughs> stuff in your face and take a wider kind of global perspective on this 49ers roster and just what these things look like, right? Um, obviously, yes, I'm seeing this in the message. It, Jimmy's going to be traded, and rightfully so. Um, 
Yeah, <laughs> Jay, I dislike Josh Norman. That is the uh, that's the easiest one possible. Lucas, uh, he says DJ DJ Jones is top priority. Well, Lucas, I'm not too far off from you. Um, I have DJ Jones as the number two most important player to sign, so he's in my priority one group. I only have three players there, but DJ's number two for me. Um, so I'm a little bit off from you, but not much. And what I want to do this bottom up. So what I want to do is go with the players I don't want back, and then we'll go to indifferent, then players I hope we get back, then priority two and priority one. So I, I feel like that would build oh, – look at that, building some suspense, almost like I'm, I'm learning something about this. Um, so yeah, I love DJ Jones. Gosh, I really, really – he's a priority one free agent for me, but he's not the most important for me. You guys can guess and throw that in the chat if you'd like to. But these are the players I do not want back under any situation, okay? Uh, number one is Josh Norman. I, like, literally, I hope you told him we're not bringing you back. Good luck to you. Move on. Number two, Catavia Street. If you've watched any of my defensive breakdowns this year, it is very, very obvious that not only me, but every single team's opposing offensive coordinator circled the screen every single time 95 came on uh, the field and put him out. And they ran straight at him, and it worked to perfection every time. The league's lowest rated run defender for the entire defensive line, not even defensive ends, uh, Contavious Street. That project, I want it out. It's done. I don't want any more of it. Richie James, uh, he's still under contract. Uh, he's gone. He gone. Uh, Trent Cannon, another guy that, you know, I don't think that he brought very much to the return game. He had that one big return, then the injury and the fumble and all those things and just refusing to get him any snaps on the offense. So I don't want running backs, no matter how cheap, clogging up this depth chart. Move on. It's it's He brings nothing to us. Um, special teams, that's great. But if you're a running back, you have to bring some type of running back value. Um, I would much rather just a seventh rounder, which the 49ers have three. We have nine draft picks. I, I'd rather that position go to a seventh round running back or something along those lines. Um, and Jason Verrett, I'm going to say, I think it's time to move on. Best interest for both parties. He made it very well known that he didn't want to sign here long term. Um, the injury history, you know, it continues to show up. Yeah, he had an amazing year in 2020. But, I mean, I think we're up to six out of seven years um, with injuries which it sounds made up, right? But it's that bad. And with what it will cost to bring him back, he's not going to be a cheap player, even with the injury history. Um, yeah, get him out of there. Um, now, here's the crazy thing. Travis Benjamin is not a free agent. I'm seeing his name on there. He's not a free agent. Um, I hope he's just cut outright uh, for sure. I mean, how many negative plays can one guy bring? But uh, yeah, he's not a free agent, so he's not on the list. And then, so that's my please don't don't sign. Like I want these guys gone. Contavious Street, Jason Verrett, and, and again, the Verrett thing isn't because I think he's a bad player. I think he's a great player. I don't want to pay five to eight million dollars a year for a corner that plays one out of every seven seasons. If if we knew he'd be healthy, that'd be one thing. But. It's just time to move on. Josh Norman, get the hell out. Trent Cannon, no. And Richie James, who you know was expiring contract free agent, he's out as well. I don't want any of those guys back. Yes, cut Travis Benjamin. Uh, mostly continues to get burned. I, I don't know about that, Jason. If you look at the stats from 2020, Jason Verrett, and 2021, Elijah Mitchell, they're almost identical. Yeah, corners get burned. 
Um, every single corner. Jalen Ramsey gets burned for touchdowns. It happens. But Mosley was great this year. Up until that last game. That last game, outside corners definitely didn't have a positive game. But I don't think the issue is Mosley for how cheap he is, too. Um, yeah, you got to keep him. You got to keep him. Got to keep him. All right, let's go to... Uh, before we jump to the indifferent, I want to take just a chance to say thank you to our sponsor. Every plate, you want to eat healthy, you want to enjoy your food. Here you go. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's best value meal kit. Here's the deal. I was beyond skeptical, okay? I'm not a big cook. I don't really have a lot of time for that. You guys know I got way too much stuff going on. But with every point, it is all the hard stuff's taken out of it. And so here's what's amazing. You prepare all of your meals in less than 30 minutes or less. And again, I wouldn't touch it if that was the case. But it's healthy, it's delicious, and it's quick. You ever sit around like, all right, what am I going to make next? They take all of that out. And so if you head over to everyplate.com, use the promo code 49ers179, no specials. Now, what does that 179 mean? Uh, with no spaces, again, 49ers179, every meal is $1.79. So again, go over to everyplate.com and enter the code 49ers179. $1.79 per meal. It's incredible. And here's the one of the things why I've, I've worked with these guys for so long is I endorse their product. I use their product with my family. My son likes their product. My wife likes it. If you can make all of us happy, you're doing something great. So give yourself and your wallet a break. Enjoy delicious, affordable meals delivered to your door. You know, you have to go shopping and ready to go in just six simple steps. So try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code 49ers179. All right. Uh, Jeremy asked this question. You will probably get to this. But what do you think our cap space will be looking at if the Niners do what all you're talking about? There's a few things that have been very consistent with not only Parag, who has been here much longer than Lynch and Shanahan, but with Shanahan and Lynch as well. They're not doing big free agent signings. They're going to sign in-house guys first. It's Look at what we did last year. That was one of the like biggest feats of the whole year and a big reason why we got to the NFC Championship. They were able to bring everybody back. They, nobody thought you could keep DJ Jones and Trent Williams and just all the guys. They, they brought everybody back. You can't do that this year, but it's going to be tight. Now, obviously, the trading of Jimmy is going to free up some money, probably going to be cutting D Ford and moving on. That's going to free up just a little bit of money, not much. You can redo a couple people's contracts. That's going to help for sure. But whenever the, you look at the 49ers, they've got about $5 million in cap space currently, but they're going to need a lot more. So it's going to be getting creative. And yeah, you're going to have to walk away from some players that you don't want to. And I don't think that means Kittle. I don't think that means Warner. If you pay that giant money, to uh, Kittle and all these other players, like you can't just walk away. And so, for example, like if you trade George Kittle here, let me just, I, I want to give the exact numbers. Okay, let's say you trade George Kittle, which, you know, some of my close friends are like, dude, trade him, you know, whatever, recoup that cost and whatever else. The dead cap this year for Kittle is $29 million. So even if you trade George Kittle, you're still paying him $29 million this year and $13.5 million next year to play for somebody else. What are you going to get? If George Kittle was in this draft, he'd be the number one overall pick. Do you? I hope you hear that. Um, now, has Kittle's production gone down? Sure. Um, there's no doubt about that, uh, that he was 
primarily used uh, almost as a decoy and Jimmy wasn't, you know, Jimmy was Jimmy, but I don't think it's possible to trade him. You're going to pay him that much money, almost $30 million to play for another team. I just don't see that taking place. That's just me. Now, salary cap's going to be tight this year. You're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to ask for some team-friendly deals. And if those guys don't want it, you let them walk and let them get paid elsewhere. This has been one of the core tenets of the 49ers because you take care of your own. You be very honest and upfront. Here's what we can pay you. We understand you could deserve more, and if you want to go play for another team, that's there for you. You want to play for a Super Bowl, this is where you want to stay. And some players, you know, that might be at the end of their careers, they're going to look to cash in, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, people always get upset when players leave, like uh, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, for example. That dude, just straight mercenary. He's won Super Bowls in the past. Why does he need to take a team-friendly deal to stay with anybody whenever he could just go make more money? The Saints paid him, offered him more than we were. They were both contenders. It wasn't a bad decision that he made. And I know like some people' immediate reaction is, oh, man, he should have stayed. Man, this is money. Uh, go get your bread, man. And he deserves it. It's his body on the line. It's his family. You do what you got to do. So don't be upset when these players choose to leave for their family's sakes and purposes. It's... It's more money. You know, we all don't make the same decisions, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing when players leave. We're getting three seventh-round picks for C.J. Beathard. <laughs> for CJ. I'm sorry, that's that's funny to me. Um, but anyway, C.J. Beathard we're getting a pick for, which is awesome. I, I love that. Now, the next group, and this is the largest group, so I want to go through these guys relatively quickly. Some of these names will stand out to you. These are the guys I'm indifferent. If they want to take less money and come back, that'd be great. I don't see them as huge positive or negative. They're depth pieces. Uh, Jamichael Hasty. I you guys know I love Jamichael Hasty. But and as a third down back, he was decent. He's smaller. That kind of hurts. Definitely didn't show out in the return game. But I hope he comes back. But I understand it if we don't want to pay him. Jake Brindle, reserves uh, center, didn't play at all this year. He's going to be super cheap if he does come back. I don't think there's a lot of teams that want him. Uh, Dante Johnson, number 27, indifferent, which is crazy for me. Because the last three years, he would be on my please don't come back. But I think that he's finally started to provide some value um, in the fact that he can play so many different positions. I, I'm turning around on the Barnacle guys. Um, now, I don't want him to start. I don't want him to be number two on the depth chart. I'm fine with Dante Johnson being a special teamer and number three for the entire secondary. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Um, Tom Compton, I talked about him earlier. Replacement level. If you're going to trade McGlinchey, then I think you keep Compton. But uh, that's a Shanahan loyalty program guy. Don't really want him. Tavon Wilson, replacement level safety, whatever. Now, sticking with the safety position, Jaquaski Tart is in this category for me. Here is why. If he is our number three safety, then I would love for him to come back on a cheap deal, a team-friendly deal. However, if he wants to move and start, I want him to sign elsewhere. And it's not just the last game. I don't, and again, this is my philosophical approach to building rosters as a former coach and as, a, you know, going through every single play. When teams pick on one player repeatedly in the playoffs, this isn't the first time, 2019 was the same way, especially in the Super Bowl. They 100% targeted him in the run game and pass game. Why? Why? Because he's not dangerous. He's great. I love the splash plays. Not consistent. Not consistent. Um, 
So I would personally let Tart go because he's a starting level safety. A low-end starting level safety. I know that's going to bother some people, and I apologize. Not trying to upset anybody. I love Tart. I really do love Tart. But Hufanga brings a playmaking ability at the safety position that we haven't had. Turnovers, touchdowns, yes, he has done all of those things. Now, is he as good at Tart in lots of areas? He is not. And again, I don't think Hufanga is like the best player ever and whatever else. But the upside is there. Allow Tart to go get paid. Get a compensation pick back. Uh, we need youth at the safety position. Jimmy Ward's getting very, very long in the tooth. I do want J Jimmy Ward still under contract. He's another guy that might be uh, might redo his deal to get some more cap. But I, th I think it's time for Tart to go. If we bring him back, I will be very happy. But I don't want him starting. Rotating, I'm cool with. Um, but that that's just me. Y'all tell me wrong. Do y'all want to keep Tart? Put this in the comments. Keep Tart. Or time for Tart to go. Throw that up there. Um, Bobby says, let Tart go and develop Huff. <laughs> I've seen the always keep 27. I love it. Um, yeah, Michael, Tart can go. Sorry, but drop that interception. The interception was bad. It, it was overall a bad game if you watched it. It was not a good game for Tart. He made some very positive plays. But, man, I think he had like five or six bad plays that were huge. I'm seeing keep Tart um, from Bay Area Baller. Time to go from Lucas. Dump Tart TK. Keep from Brad. Yeah, so it, it's... There's a lot of that's that's not a very popular take for me to say let go of Tart, but I think it's time for go get his money. Let him go get his money, and let him start again. He was rotating at the end, like he didn't want to do that. Mohamed Sanu's another guy I'm indifferent about if he wants to come back on a super cheap deal just for some wide receiver depth because currently you don't really have a lot of wide receivers under contract. You really don't have any. You've got Debo and you've got Ayuk. That's about it. Every other wide receiver is a free agent. Now, Travis Benjamin's not, but like literally, Travis Benjamin, Debo, and Ayuk is all you have under contract. Three guys. Um, so I'd like to bring back Sanu if he wants to come back cheap, just because he can do punt returning. Uh, he can play all three wide receiver spots. But again, I think Juwan Jennings is the future of that position. Um, and yeah, Juwan Jennings, free agent too. Yeah, I see you there, Michael. Marcel Harris, another guy I'm indifferent about. I like him, but again, I. If I'm the 49ers and with where our roster currently is, we are a Super Bowl contending team. No matter how you want to look at it, like that is the paradigm that you are in. That's what you're looking at. So what I'm trying to do is shore up mistakes. Now, Shanahan wants splash plays from a defense, which Marcel Harris brings. But he's either the best player on a given play or the worst. I want consistency. Um, that's why I have him indifferent. Ross Dwelly. I almost put him in, please don't. He's just been really bad lately. Obviously got passed up by Warner, which is what the 49ers wanted. But Dwelly just, his play has dissipated greatly. I think he might even be like a practice squad type of a guy with the new rules or something along that. Um, let's see here. Jeff Wilson Jr. Again, great depth. Cheap. That's great. But Kyle Shanahan's not letting him get any carries. He's let them lead block on some plays, but whenever they put Jeff Wilson in there, the entire defense knows 22's not getting the ball. They will not hand it to him. He didn't touch the ball once uh, after Elijah Mitchell came back. And so th that's my indifferent category. Now let's move to hope they come back. These are guys that really want to come back. It's going to... These guys will not be signed the you know first, second, third day. These are guys that you know are going to test free agency with other teams. 
And I think before the 49ers allow them to do so, they're going to give them, hey, here's what we'll pay you. Two years, $6 million, you know, something low, cheap. If you want to test free agency, go ahead. This deal is going to be on the table for you. If you want it, that's these guys. So not people that are, how do you say this, the most important to future building, but depth, value plays that I think are important. Um, DFF, Demetrius Flanagan Fouls. I love him as the linebacker four. I don't want him as my linebacker three, but as the number four backup guy, I would love that if he comes back super cheap. You're talking vet minimum cheap. Uh, if he wants to go out and play somewhere else, let him go. But again, I would love him to be our fourth linebacker. Trent Sherfield, hope we bring him back. Special teams, speedster, what he, his chemistry with Trey Lance, now that Trey Lance is coming in, that makes it even more important. Um, you know, he's still getting snaps, but usually only on running plays, which I don't like. Uh, Kwan Williams, Shark himself. I keep going back and forth. Priority, hope they keep him. Indifferent. You drafted Demo. You know, yeah. Kwan only made like $2 million last year. He's, he's a cheaper guy. Shanahan loves him. He was here before Shanahan, but they extended him because of what he brought. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. It's rough because he can't guard Cooper Cup. But who the hell can? Jimmy Ward got burnt by him all the same. Number 27. Well, yeah, that's going to happen. But I wouldn't mind keeping Kwan Williams. I think that this might be the last contract of his career, like a one or two year deal. Uh, he's kind of winding down a little bit. But we'll see. And, yeah, I love this. Luke, he says, DFF is going to the Jets or Miami, I bet. Now you have to realize, because the Shanahan coaching tree is expanding, they want players that fit their scheme. A lot of these guys are going to be going to some familiar places where they have those relationships built. Now, the one thing I will say about Miami defensively, if they do sign Vic Fangio, which that's my bet, uh, I don't think it's official yet, but it, that's a different system. So 
if I kind of hope the Dolphins do sign Vic Fangio because then they won't grab many of our defenders because they, they're a strong heavy 3-4 what he runs, not necessarily the 4-3 that we do. Uh, so it's a little bit different. Um, Raheem Mostert, I got him in the hope they come back. Now, I, I've said this many a times. His contract's up. He's a free agent. All these people are. It would make sense for Mostert, if I was put on my Mostert hat, to sign elsewhere for the most possible money. Now, that one is the Dolphins. Dolphins are going to pay him way more than we could. So would Raheem Mostert come back to us for $3 million when the Dolphins will pay him 5 If I was Mostert, I would not because he never cashed in. Last year was his biggest you know, pay ever, and it was like $2.3 Like this, And I say that like I'm a teacher. I understand $2.3 is a lot of money. But this dude might have a year or two left with those injuries. Might. He's never had like a full season of over 180 carries, I believe. It's time to cash in. Will he take a cheaper deal with us? Maybe. If I was him, I would not. Go get his money if I was him. Uh, but I want him back. I hope he comes back. That's why he's in this category. Because the Niners are missing that huge play threat outside of Debo. Right? Obviously, Debo is that. But imagine if we have Elijah Mitchell as our thumper. And then we mix in Moster and Debo. That's just beautiful. You can't just trust two guys running the ball. You can't do that. Especially when one of them's the best wide receiver or one of the best in the NFL. And so, like, that's an issue, right? So you've got to kind of move forward a little bit with that. Now, again, I, I really want Moster. I really, really do. The speed, speed kills, man. And he's got it in space. We got spoiled. Like, Elijah Mitchell's is a 4-3 guy. He tested as that. Now, <laughs> what what did I, I think it was Sid Trod said uh, he read the 38-yard uh, dash. That's why he was at that. But um, the dude still got speed. He still got speed. Next up, I got two guys left in this category that hope they come back. Daniel Brunskill. I hope he comes back, but not as a starter. Daniel Brunskill is the best utility offensive lineman maybe in the NFL but not as a starter. I want him to be our number six, not our one, two, three, four, five. I want him to be the sixth guy because he can play center, he can play guard, he can play tackle. And he's a guy that could fit behind Alex Mack as the future center replacement. Alex Mack might not come back. If Mack doesn't come back, Brunskill moves up to priority two signing for me because we're, we're going to be missing a lot of linemen. Um, we're going to be missing a lot of linemen. And then the last one in the hope you co they come back category, I'm going Kevin Givens. We saw some of the huge splash plays that he could bring, but the injuries were a problem. But when Kevin Givens is on, he is a difference maker on the inside. Kevin Givens is what Contavious Street hopes to be. Now, he has some problems, but tackle for loss and sacks, he gets back there and quarterback hits. That's what you want. And as a rotational guy, I don't want to pay him a lot of money. He's going to have to take, you know, kind of a team-friendly deal. But Kevin Givens would be a wonderful guy to bring back. Um, now, before we get to our last priority one, priority two positions, real quick word from my bookie, betting that Super Bowl, man. You want your own draft prop? They're letting you create your own draft props, which is pretty cool. My bookie's double deposit bonus makes sure you won't miss out on Super Bowl 56. And if you use our promo code 49ERS49ers, they're going to double and match your first deposit instantly. So, from betting on the opening coin toss to the length of the national anthem, Super Bowl prop bets are a great way to for the entire party to get a skin in the big game. And now, with my bookie, this is a brand new thing. 
they are giving you a chance to call your own shot by submitting your own Super Bowl prop bet. All you have to do to get featured is tweet at MyBookie um, on Twitter, at MyBookie, to get your prop bet featured. So don't miss out. Head to MyBookie and double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code 49ers. Place your bets and get ready for the unmatched excitement of the Super Bowl. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Now, I will, as I've done all year, put all of my Super Bowl bets up on um, our Patreon channel. Again, man, if you bet with us, tip of the hat for your faith in us. And, man, we we cashed in. We cashed in big time, which is huge. And now we're moving into draft season. Dra- I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. The amount of money that we won, if you bet with us on Trey Lance, whoo. Because, man, we were hitting that one early and often. And when all those Mac Jones rumors kept coming up, we doubled down, tripled down. Uh, that would turned out really, really well. We almost bought a freaking car with our bets for Trey Lance, which was awesome. Um, so, anyway, well, I'll post all those on Patreon. And that's the best way to support the show. Patreon. Patreon.com. Then just search 49ers Rush Podcast. And as soon as you join, you get access to everything we've ever created, which is a ridiculous amount of content. Um, we're going to be going all – we don't stop. We don't stop. We just keep going. Um, so that's there. And, you know, even if you are one of those people that don't have time to watch all the videos and that doesn't really interest you, support the podcast. Uh, we're making this transition to full-time uh, next year. I'm not going to be teaching, not going to be coaching. I'm just going to be doing this. And the Patreon support allows me to do that to uh, put out more content for you guys. So thank you to everybody that supports the show. And if you've been on the fence, man, go check it out. Um, go check it out. Now, let's go to the last two categories. I only have six players, three in each. Priority two. These are the players that you really want to sign before free agency happens. You don't want them to walk. But they're not... They're super important, but they're not like franchise eh, building guys, perhaps is the wrong way to say it. Um, Jordan Willis, who we traded for a couple years ago, and you know he got suspended for steroids, but he's been really, really good edge player. You cannot get enough edge guys. We have proven that, and that is kind of the philosophy of this team and how they build them. Start with the edge and defensive line. Uh, obviously, the blocked punt for touchdown, which won us and put us in the NFC Championship, that was all on him. But he is just a powerful D end that just competes. He competes really well. Now, I think Charles Omenihue passed him on the depth chart, but that doesn't mean I don't want Jordan Willis back. We need as many edge players as possible. You can't have enough. Next up, I've got Jawan Jennings. And I want to put this guy in a priority one free agent. And it, it kind of stinks because we had him on a four-year rookie deal, but he was injured all last year, so we cut him and then brought him back inside him to a two-year deal, and that's why he's expired. So if we would have kept him the whole time and never waived him and then brought him back, he would have still been a, you know, a rookie. But we get to do the whole restricted free agent thing and all that kind of like what we did with Kendrick Bourne, so he's not going to be making much money. But we got to have him. And so we're going to get him back super, super cheap. He doesn't really get to negotiate his deal at all because he's a restricted free agent. So Jawan Jennings is going to be back guaranteed 100%. Bet your money on it. He's going to be starting, which is awesome. Next up, I got Aziz. This is our priority two, guys. I freaking love Aziz. Aziz deserves money. And Aziz deserves a starting opportunity on a two-linebacker team. I don't think he's going to get that with us. We, we saw the playoff run. Greenlaw took all those snaps. And Aziz came in on, 
you know, base downs only. He only got like, uh, I think he was getting like 17 snaps while Greenlaw was healthy, and then Greenlaw got hurt the last game, and he came in and played well. This is not an anti-Aziz thing. This is a pro-Aziz thing because the NFL is better with this dude starting in the NFL. It's better. He's that damn good of a football player, and he deserves to get paid somewhere. Now, if you can't bring Aziz back, that's wonderful news for the 49ers and the fan base because he's that damn good. He would be a starting Mike linebacker on at least 10 teams. Aziz would be. He's that good. And for us to have him as our number three, we're spoiled. We're spoiled. So that's why I have him at priority two because, again, this is somebody that if all works out, you're playing 17 snaps. And the linebackers, this team... This defense is very friendly for linebackers. Look at Jonas Griffith, who we traded for a six-round pick to, you know, the Broncos or whatever. Like, he didn't even get on the field. And he was looking amazing during training camp and preseason. So we're a very linebacker-friendly um, team. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see there. We'll have to see there. I, uh, let's see here. Bobby says, we need to draft Christian Watson. This is the the large, fast uh, North Dakota State wide receiver who was once uh, teammates with Trey Lance. Yeah, I love Christian Watson. Um, already got a lot written up on him. I like him a lot. The problem is he's going to be going really high. I think second, third round is where he's going to be, and he's not a he's not a secret anymore. And for teams like the 49ers that prioritize the run game because he's so physical, he is Juwan Jennings on steroids and twice as fast. So you, you look at teams like Miami, you look at teams like the Jets, you look at teams like Minnesota, you look at teams, I mean, you can go on and on that run this outside zone. They're going to prioritize that guy. So the problem that I have, if you're going to draft Watson, you got to get him at the end of the second round, and we have more dire needs than wide receiver. I would love to have Christian Watson. Now the Bengals would say, screw that. We're putting the best wide receivers out there consequences be damned hit our quarterback all you want i'm not with that school uh, <laughs> but i would love to have christian watson i'm with you there um all right let's move to what it is about what the priority of all priorities are and that's priority one these three players are the most important do not let them get to free agency do not let them negotiate with another team you do not let them leave the room now before we do that if you haven't yet, we're throwing a party in Vegas for the NFL draft. Not just any party. The party of all 49ers Rush Road Trip parties. Uh, we threw a bunch of them last year. I think we hit seven parties last year. This one is everything. We have pulled all stops, broke the bank. Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell coming out for autographs and photos on the first day of the draft. We're going to be partying on the strip, renting out our own venue. We're going big time, baby. And if you want to come party with us, drinks, food included, we're going to be broadcasting live on the big screen the entire draft, uh, some pick-by-pick -pick analysis, but it's going to be a 49ers party. A lot of personality is going to be coming by. Um, it's going to be incredible. If you want to join us, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. I think we got a couple meet and greet tickets left if you're actually wanting to meet and take pictures and all that stuff with Fred Warner and Elijah Mitchell, but we're almost completely out of those. We only have so many spots. We have a lot of general admission uh, spots and VIP tables and stuff like that, uh, so that is there for you guys. Again, this is 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, only place, only place to get your ticket. Um, and when we sell out, we sell out. It's a capacity club. So uh, when those spots are full, and you know, I, I wanted to do everything I can to give you guys first access, 
my tour around all the 49ers podcast and you know all that stuff it starts soon so i'm going to be promoting this on other people on other people's pods and things like that and they're going to start promoting that i had them on a wait until uh this weekend so uh, just understand uh those tickets are going to go quick and i already know this happens every time we do a rush road trip people and be like oh i want to come to your party sorry guys it's already sold out um so please go get your tickets 49ersrushroadtrip.com all right, here we go. Now I'm going to go opposite order. We've been going bottom to top. Now let's go number one. My number one priority signing of the guys that are, you know, now free agents for the 49ers, it's Lakin Tomlinson. Lakin Tomlinson is that damn important. He gave up one sack all year, and that was in the Green Bay game. He made it through the entire regular season without missing a snap because of injury and without giving up a sack. This dude has been just an Iron Man and. You know, for all the people that talk about like, oh, Kyle Shanahan just doesn't trade enough. What he does is he trades value, and this is as good a trade as could be. Uh, the left side of the offensive line, Kyle Shanahan traded for, and he's a pro bowler this year and should have been a pro bowler this year. So you trade for Trent Williams, who's the best left tackle in the NFL. You get this dude. I think we, we I don't remember the trade value that we gave up for him. Let me look that up real quick because I want to make sure I'm correct. But we got him for cheap. He was a first-round pick out of Duke. And let's see here. What did we give? We gave up a fifth-round pick. A fifth-round pick for a guy that has started for us since 2017. Reward this man. Reward this man. Pay this man. I want a three-year deal. Now, what did he make last year? Um, he made $5 million, $5.5 million. It's going to cost. Uh, he's 30 years old. He's not that old. This is somebody that you could keep for three years. Give him a three-year, $14 million deal. Backload it a little bit. Give him some incentives. He made the Pro Bowl. Do all those things. But get this guy. He's not going to break the bank. Uh, he's a guard, and he doesn't fit most teams. Keep this man, Lakin Tomlinson, especially with Trey coming in. You don't want Brunskill, you know, it, whether it's Aaron Banks coming in or Colton McKivitz or whatever. You need some more offensive line protection for the youngest quarterback in the NFL stepping in. Uh, Lakin is number one. DJ Jones, number two. I love DJ Jones. It is incredible how he has blossomed the last year and a half um, that he has turned into such a dynamic player in the run and passing game. Efforts always off the charts. I, I remember breaking down his film at Ole Miss. He always wanted to play linebacker. He'd stand up and do this you know, at the line of scrimmage and try to read and all that stuff. Started playing the backfield this year and was just unreal. Now, Javon Kinlaw is getting his knee redone, and he should be good to go, but you don't bank on that. You do not bank on that. Get DJ Jones signed. He only made $3.5 million last year. Now, he is going to cost money, and he is going to have lots of suitors to start. This dude's probably going to get seven to $8 million a year from somebody that's going to be difficult to do for the 49ers but you trade jimmy you know make some other you know redo some contracts these two guys are more important than anybody outside the building i care more about signing lakin i care more about signing dj jones than anybody outside the building i understand corners and jc jackson all this listen to me this team is predicated upon good defensive line play and this is somebody that you don't have to guess if they can do it. You have seen him do it. And best case scenario is Javon Kinlaw's healthy. 
You keep Eric Armstead inside and you re-sign DJ Jones? Holy freaking cow. We thought we had the best run defense from week eight on last year. If you get anything from Javon Kinlaw, you're guaranteed a top five defense. If those three guys on the inside and you got Bosa on the outside, whew, now you're cooking with something. And so Kinlaw won't come back better. He doesn't have to come back better. Kinlaw is as good a run stuff for his rookie year as you could see. And again, that's all you need from him. You don't want to bank on Kinlaw, right? Sign DJ. If Kinlaw comes back, great. Kinlaw's not that expensive. He's like $4 million. Um, And again, it's a rookie contract. You don't get any of that if you cut or trade him. So like $4.5 million for Kinlaw is not a bad deal. He's just got to... He's, he's, he's got to... He's, He's got to be a run stuffer. His knee couldn't do it. Hopefully it's fixed now. The same guy that did Bosa's knee did Kinlaw's knee. That's promising. If he comes back like that, we'll see. Um, Bobby says, DJ Jones has been a beast since day one. I would argue DJ Jones has been a beast for a year and a half. Uh, but he has been a beast. He, it was a struggle for him early on. He was having a hard time getting on the field. But you, you cannot deny. You could have said defensive MVP up there with Nick Bosa this year like that's how good he was he was incredible he was incredible um let's see here bobby no more injury prone players we spent too many years with players like that you know you look at the draft last year not one player had any injury history whatsoever outside of talanoa hufunga with his shoulder every free agent every draft pick none of them had any injuries whatsoever trey sermon i think had a knee three years before we drafted him um that was about it. So I think that will continue, Bobby. I'm with you. Um, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of, you know, bring it in injury-riddled players. You listen to Kyle Shanahan whenever he talks about why they drafted Trey. It wasn't because they didn't like Jimmy. It's because Jimmy's always hurt. And so they're trying to move away from that. I, I agree with you big time. Yeah, get away from those bulky days. I can't believe that dude's still, oh, still a general manager. I can't believe it. And then my final priority one guy. That I think is so important. That might be a little bit off the scale or radar of everybody else. Arden Key. Dude crushed it in his role with limited snaps. High efficiency playing opposite of Bosa. If I'm Arden Key, I'm saying bring me back. He already had the huge rookie contract with the Raiders. right? He was a first round pick. It might have been a second round pick. Um, anyway, he, he's gotten a little bit of money. We signed him on the cheap. You're not going to get him on the cheap again. This is a guy, you know, again, you just look at the money that he got. Arden Key, man, he's way down the list. He got $1 million last year. He's only 26 years old. He, like, he basically is, uh, he's a different type of player than D Ford for sure. He's not a speed guy necessarily, but he's 26. He played 34% of the snaps this year, which is really, really high for a defensive lineman. Go get him, keep him. We know it works, and he's not going to be super expensive. He's going to be a five to six million dollar a year player. Um, go get that man. Go get that man. So again, my priority one guys: Lakin, DJ Jones, Arden Key. Priority two: Juwan Jennings, Aziz, and Jordan Willis. Uh, those are the ones. Then after that, I can hope they come back indifferent, and then please don't bring back. Uh, let's see here, Steven. He says, John, um, a Rams fan said Greenlaw was a dirty player before the game. Your thoughts? He plays hard and he goes to kill. He arrives with bad intentions and he is mean as hell on the field. Uh, what, what did Kyle Shanahan call him? Um, Mike Tyson with the uniform on. 
He, that's exactly right. Now, if that's dirty, then don't freaking play football. Is Now, did he have a couple personal fouls after the game and his first game back? Yeah, he did. Uh, but if that's the case, then you can say that about so many linebackers. Um, I would not constitute him as a dirty player. Uh, I think his first game back against the Rams in Week 17, yeah, I think it was Week 17, he was a little too wound up. Um, but we didn't see that at all any other time. Um, no, Greenlaw is a great person on and off the field, and I'm so glad he's on our team. I'm so glad that dude is on our team. Um, anyway, this has been fun. I like it, man. Uh, we, we got into the free agents and who I want to come back. I'm going to save this and post this, and we'll see how we measure up whenever it comes. But there's a lot of wiggle room before then. Obviously, the Jimmy Garoppolo trade is going to have to take place before free agency. Now, you can negotiate a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, but that cannot become finalized until the new league year starts, which we're still a couple months away. Uh, the combine and all those things, that's probably when the trade will be worked out. Uh, that's when everybody, all the teams hang out and all that stuff and whatever else. That's the same time that we did the DeForest Buckner trade, whether you liked it or not, that's when it took place. Um, so we'll see there. And I see, oh, Ronald, he says, come to Atlanta. 100%, baby. I got a lot of family in Atlanta, man. Uh, so I will be there. Uh, the 49ers rush road trip, more importantly, will be there. We, we got to kind of wait for the schedule to come out because, like, last year, the Tennessee game was one of the ones that was our highest priority to go to, but then they made it, like, Christmas Eve on a Thursday. Um, now, again, I'm not going to be teaching next year, so that's going to be a little bit different. We'll be able to swing some things your, or that way. But, yeah, right, Atlanta is one of the highest priorities. And, you know, another thing that I want to say, the NFL just announced – they're going to have four years in a row with the game in Germany, and they're going to have games in Mexico City as well. With the 49ers announcing that we're an affiliate program with Mexico City, I think we're probably the highest likely team to go to Mexico City, and I could not be more excited. Um, 49ers go oversee 1,000%. John Chapman and the 49ers rush pro, uh, road trip are going to be there. Um, that's just going to be so freaking epic. Um, Mexico City is incredible. So anyway, that's just my take. I know we'll deal with that when the schedule comes out, and we'll put all that stuff. Uh, Ronald says, "Sweet, bring one." Hey man, if we can swing it, I'm gonna try. Uh, it's it's not cheap, as everybody knows, traveling and renting out venues and throwing parties and all these things. And so we're trying to find a way to create those things from happening. And man, Juan's the greatest man ever. So yeah, if we can find a way to get them there, I'm gonna get them there, no doubt about it. But I want to say thank you guys appreciate it if you haven't already click subscribe rate review the show you guys know how it goes but until next time stay strong faithful For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.